It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell, and we're coming to you live early in the morning on Sunday morning. Survivor Sunday morning. Each week, I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he didn't, he would watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing this morning? Jake, I'm doing great. Um, people are talking about what, you know, the, the season, and, you know, they got to mm-hmm. do their shopping and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. it's not the Christmas season yet, because it's still the Survivor season. So I don't know why yeah. everybody's talking about this. Like, we're, we're not doing that yet. Yeah. Christmas is actually not for another two, I think two weeks from today is going to be Christmas this year, which is very exciting. Uh, Of course, Christmas is the holiday. Uh, Happens every December after the final episode of the winter season of Survivor. This is just for new listeners, old listeners, you know, 40 plus. Uh, they, already, <laughs> they already know. All the all the uh, the boomers that listen to this show, they know yeah. about Christmas. But the, the Zoomers, uh, and you know, the Zoomers like me, I'm 19 years old. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like I, I'm in the know, but not all of my peers know. Oh, you're in a, I'm actually 20 years old, so I'm also a Zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of talk of numbers, of course, with uh, the episode numbers getting higher and getting closer to the finale and us talking about what ages we are as we are Zoomers born in the year 2000. Oh, Thomas, I was looking over some coworkers' uh, info the other day, you know, like birthdays and such, emails, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Social um, security number. That kind of thing. Mom's maiden name. Uh, and I saw 2,000. First coworker I've seen with the number 2,000 in their birthday. <sighs> I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, but I, I didn't guess know they made, are real. didn't know that they made people after 2,000. <laughs> I guess... Now that I think back to it, I think we probably stopped having kids around, like, late 2001, like, late summer 2001. Everybody's like, let's stop making kids. Yeah. So, like, 2000 is just under the wire. I thought it was 1999. I thought that's what the Prince song was about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's party like it's 1999. Yeah, where it's we like, decide, we all decide zero, zero, no more kids party all the time. <laughs> 2000, zero, zero kids. <laughs> <laughs> so all this talk about numbers has got me thinking about the number 43, which is this season's number of survivors. Uh, Thomas, did you watch Survivor 43 last night? Boy, did I. What an episode. Yeah, what an episode. This week was appropriately called Telenovela. Hit it out of the park with this one, I think. Yep. Perfect title. And again, it was, um, this is, I think, the second week in a row, maybe more, uh, where the quote that they use for the title comes from one specific scene, but it describes a different scene in the episode, right? So yes. telenovela, obviously, was, uh, was Carla, like, putting on the waterworks, but then it also describes... What happens at Tribal Council, you know? Very dramatic. And then last week, Hiding in Plain Sight is uh, the Goobler's himself talking about his his place in the game, but also it was about the advantage that was hanging on that tree. They're really doing a good job. Shout out to whoever's naming the episodes. You're doing good. Yeah, they're like basically everything this season. They're crushing it. This is... This episode really... Like, I, I was thinking, like, oh, this has been a good season. This episode has pushed this to being, depending on how they stick the landing, one of the best seasons that I have seen. I have been enjoying it so much. I feel like it's obvious where it's headed, right? Uh, it seems to be Jesse's season. And I'm not I, mad about that. I it, love that. It, I think that's good, but, like, it had better be. Right. <laughs> based on what happened this time. <laughs> But like you said, like, how are they going to stick the landing? I think, like, I kind of can see anybody winning exactly, at this that's point. That's exactly and like, what I said. And potentially everybody making a decent case for themselves. There's really. a case to be made for every single player that's left in this game. I am the most excited for a finale uh, I've been in years, I think. Like, this has been so much fun, this whole season. 
Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. Like, I anything could happen. I really don't have any idea what is going to happen or who's going to win. Uh, and I, I like everybody that is left. So I, yeah, you know, like, I think if like, probably worst case for me would be if, uh, if the, uh, damn, we're running out of names to, to give. Uh, yeah. I kind of just like, I don't know. Try to hit the G, the B, and the L. If you can get the R in there too, that's great. Yeah. But just like kind of blurble out any word, any, yeah, any sounds that well, sound yeah. like his name. The the goblet man himself or whatever. <laughs> anyway, if if Gabler uh, was to win, I would be a little disappointed, but it'd be like, yeah, he played a good game. So Yeah. Uh, so as we've been enjoying this season of Survivor, they too have been enjoying the sunrise together. How about that transition, huh? Good stuff. Thank you. Owen wants to drive a wedge between Carla and Cassidy and tells Cassidy, that's what Sammy said. Hmm. That wasn't a very specific note I took, but we all watched the episode. Um, Owen, doing some good work. I'm a big yeah. Owen fan. Yeah, um, that's, again, I like everybody. I thought this was a really, really strong episode for Owen. Yeah. Cassidy confronts Carla, and Carla denies everything and then pretends to cry. Love to see it. Carla is great. I love fake tears. Remember Johnny Fairplay? His grandma died. Of course. Carla was also like, my grandma died. My grandma died. But it's real this time, not like Johnny Fairplay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a picture of her and Johnny Fairplay together. Coincidence? I think not. Oh, because they're both big wrestling fans, probably. Well, they were at the... She was at uh, Johnny Fairplay's, uh, like, party that he does. Yeah, they probably talked about wrestling there because they're both big wrestling fans. I'm sure they did. I think. I don't actually know if Johnny Fairplay's a big wrestling fan, but I feel like I remember seeing him in, like, Impact Wrestling in 2011 when his fame had very hardly, very much faded. That sounds about right. Um... I don't know if he still keeps up with it, uh, but every time I see a post of him, I go, oh, that's what he looks like now? Okay. Um, good for him. Seems like a cool guy. At no point is he annoying. What are we talking about? Oh, Survivor 43. Cassidy confronts Carla. Carla denies everything and pretends to cry, and then she tells Jesse to back her up. I don't understand what her, why she thought this would work. <laughs> And she was like, go talk to Jesse. He'll back me up. And then he goes over. She goes over to Jesse and is like, back me up. Obviously, Jesse is going to not do that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Jesse's done a good job of of laying low and making her think that he's like her number one ally. That's a good point. That's a good point. I guess we haven't seen as much from the two of them, but they've. It was very fun to see her get narked out for fake crying, though. (laughs) Thomas loves a narc. Uh, Jesse tells Cassidy the truth, so now Cassidy is targeting Carla. Tell a novella. Let me tell a novella you. (laughs) Okay, so this reward challenge, the winners receive pastries and coffee. Uh, Anything else? Uh, There were croissants there. I got very excited about that. It's a croissant pastry. This is like as a hot dog, a sandwich of the new generation. A croissant, I, yeah, I would say it's a pastry. Yeah, so I was actually right. Uh, so two blindfolded people push one person in a ball through a maze. Great stuff. So much fun. I love that, yeah, you're like suspended in the ball, and then mm-hmm. you're still suspended in the ball, and you have to tell them how to do the, uh, the little maze thing. I know this was a good challenge, not one, not just because I enjoyed it myself, uh, but two, Thomas literally texted me out of the blue to tell me how much he enjoyed it, which yeah, happens I, very rarely. It doesn't happen very much. I was just like, this, this shit rules. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good episode. Uh, really good challenge, too. Uh, Owen is really good at instructing Carla and Cody. Cassidy's team is less good. They run into, I think, every obstacle? Yeah, it, it didn't go super hot. Uh, the, the thing at the end with the balls, great addition to that challenge. It would be cool if they just had to go through the obstacles, right? Because that would be hard enough. But then to also have to maneuver something where you have to be very specific with your hands... Um. And with the other person, too, that's 
Chef's Kiss. Everybody did a great job. It's Owen great. Carla also, just the, the image of them hanging in the ball, having to tell two blindfolded people how to get the uh, the the ball through that little table maze. Like, it's it, very I was stuff. I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. Uh, so at the sanctuary, Cody says money makes people do funny things. What else makes people do funny things? What's that? Kofifi. That's right. Man, I was... I was like, Cody has gotten too powerful. <laughs> as soon as he gets that caffeine, it's like Cody was already... It's so funny. It was like... I would not have guessed that Cody was a coffee drinker because he has a lot of natural energy. And so... Yeah. When you give him caffeine, he is fucking on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved it. I thought it was tremendous. Yeah, like, oh, you were at a nine this whole time? I thought I thought you were at a ten just naturally, but I see now. Uh, you know, like the amps in Spinal Tap, 11. How about that metaphor, Jeff Probst? Yeah. Write to us, Jeff. Tell us how you feel about it. Uh, Carla worries that she's a big threat, uh, and Cody says, that sucks, man. I loved that. Cody, oh, too good. We love Cody on this podcast. Uh, Cody and Owen make a plan to then take out Carla. You know, what can you do? It happens to the best of them. It's so the right move just for threats. them to do. Like, it was one of those things where as soon as she left, I, I appreciated that they were like, so we're getting her out, right? <laughs> At camp, uh, Grobler talks to Jesse and Cassidy about taking out Cody and Carla, so they... Hmm. That's the end of the note. That's Gabler when talks- he's... Uh, he's got the little thing where he's like... You know, you don't, like, go up to the castle gate with an axe to kill the king. You, like, sneak in yeah. and poison his food. I did write down that quote. He said, the best assassin doesn't come into the castle with an axe saying, I'm here to kill the king. <laughs> I loved that image. Yeah, no, that's a good point. He's, I will say, though, the, the biggest uh, sort of uh, strength of his game, I think, is he knows when to pick his spots. Like, yeah. I think that's a really important thing to do as a social player is to, like, hang back. Because if you try and control the whole game, like, the minute you lose control, you're done. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, tall poppies. Or uh, whatever. Um, yeah, he's he, he is. Uh, excuse me. He is hiding in plain sight, as he says again. And then he poses in his camo. Like, how could you not like this guy? That was great. It was very fun. Uh, then Cassidy tells them Carla has an idol, of course. Cassidy's the new Sammy. Cassidy, don't call her Zane. <laughs> so the winners return and they come up with a plan to split the votes between Carla and Cassidy. You know, such is life. Yeah, what what can you do? So we get to this immunity challenge. It was an obstacle course that ended in a puzzle. Can you believe it? Crazy. They've never done this before. Mm -mm. Uh, It was the cool hanging fish puzzle that... um, Or no, it was a bat, right? I think it was a fish. Maybe it was a bat. I don't know. Whatever. Bats are basically like fish in the air. If you think about it. If you really think about it. Uh, but hey, it's no time for one life shots just yet. Uh, so Carla's hand seizes up on the puzzle when she's nearly won it. Um, this made me nervous, of course, because Carla is one of my people. Were you, how did you feel about this? Were you excited? Were you like, yes, Carla? I was, I was kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. I hope your hands uh, shatter and you can never play Survivor again. I'm rooting for James. That's what you said. So James, James will come gonna, in as yeah, a replacement. She's going to get medically evacuated, and they're going to be like, well, we're, we can bring one player back in her place. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be James. Yeah. Jeff is like, I'm feeling friendly, like TJ Lavin, when he brings people back on the challenge. Yep. Um, what, so here's something I just thought about. Why do they call it the challenge hosted by TJ instead of the challenge hosted by TJ? 
you know, I never thought of it that way. That's a really good point. So Cassidy wins this immunity challenge. We love Cassidy. Cassidy, you know, there could be a case made for Cassidy. There's certainly a case to be made there. Uh, Back at camp, Owen and Gabler figure out it'll be them or Jesse. Cody then tells Carla a plan to keep their idols. And what a plan it is. Cody, I also texted you, they fucked up giving Cody caffeine. Because Cody was (laughs) dealing. Like, he was... He had it, an incredible multi-part plan he was putting together. It, I loved this plan, but it requires a lot of things to go right. Yes, it does. The thing um, is, he had fucking contingencies built into it, though. Yeah, but... It, it, everything didn't need to go right. There was just one thing that he was... There was one foundation to the whole thing. And what was that? And that was the one thing that he... Well, okay, well, with this one... And with any other plan, it's like, well, Jesse's on board. Oh, sure. And yeah. everything else can work around that. Yeah, unfortunately, things did not go according to Cody's plan. Uh, Carla goes around telling people that they're going to play the idols, and Owen and Gabler both admit they'll vote for each other. So that was uh, interesting. But Cody's actual plan is to take out Carla. And yeah, as we we already talked about, good plan. It's super super smart. Like it's a very very good plan. It's yeah. a it's a way to take out Carla without having to play your idol. You can yeah, and and make her go home with an idol in her pocket. We definitely need to do a peak vibes season for a simulated season and get Cody in there. Yeah, first pick. Um. Because it's just all, it's all good vibes from that man. And I love that. And hey, if they have, if they haven't already started production on Second Chances too, I think after Cody, <laughs> they're like, okay, we need to do this ASAP. Yeah. This whole season, I feel like they're basically everybody that made the merge and even a couple people before that they could bring back. Like there are so many people that got out early in the season that would have gone way deeper in other seasons. I feel like that's the case for, like, every season of this new era. <laughs> yeah, like, they've gotten very good at casting. Everybody's super likable, which uh, has its drawbacks, of two, of course, too. Uh, like, there's no real, like, dastardly villains anymore. Uh, and so we missed that. But, you know, you can do a lot with an edit. I don't miss it that much. Yeah, so you're saying you want them to bring Chris Noble back. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Bring back rapping Chris. He was so fun. You know, we had the dynamic duo of Cody and Jesse this year, but where was their Chris Noble? That's right. They didn't have a Chris Noble. It's a real bummer. <laughs> That's what really would have made Pete <laughs> smash the stratosphere of Survivor yeah, seasons. That would have cemented them as an all-time season, but with no Chris yeah. Noble, you know, still work to do. Survivor 43 is no Survivor Ghost Island. I think everyone can agree with that. Oh, yeah. Again, I don't know why people hate Ghost Island. I Ghost think it was a really a fun and interesting season. season. I think this is a, probably a better season than Ghost Island, but Ghost Island's yeah. a good season. Um, yeah, I think Ghost Island was just, it was so heavily focused on Dom and Wendell that everybody else kind of was uh, background dressing, and that's kind of boring, but we liked Dom and Wendell, so yeah, big who deal. are we to complain? <laughs> Um, Jesse is now considering taking out the Dom to his Wendell because he doesn't know if he'll be able to beat him. Now, maybe if Dom had done this to Wendell, it would be a different situation at Final Tribal. Uh, he, I love this, um, talking head where he talks about how everybody is there for the experience. He loves the experience, or excuse me, he says, I like the experience. But I love the million dollars. That's, you know, it's a good point. I will say, though, how much is the second place winning again? Like, what's the... Uh, I think, I want to say 100,000, maybe 150. That's... He basically had that guaranteed. And then maybe more. So this is the thing that I kind of found. I get you want to win the million dollars. Million dollars is a lot more than $150,000. Yeah, but Thomas, taking the hundred fifty off the table as a safety thing is itself a risk. 
Um, you have to remember, it's actually like half of that once Obama takes his share. Once Obama takes yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think go for the win every time. But, you know, I'm a Gryffindor like that. Uh, the other thing with it, though, you know, we can we can get into it in more detail once we get to the actual votes and stuff. It's like, I think he, I think he could have beat him on merits. Like, uh, I don't know that he could have, though. In the exit press, people were saying Jesse was kind of quiet at camp. And but Cody like, is a lot more personable and Cody is a salesperson. Is, you can use that to your advantage. That is a good point. But you can use it to your advantage. You can be like, Cody, I was quiet because I was running things behind the scenes. Like, Cody, Cody was helping, but Cody was like the public face. Yeah. I think that might be what uh, Grimace's plan is, too. Because Grimace was like, oh, I'm going yes. uh, to plant this seed in Jesse's head. And it, you know, worked out in his favor. That's exactly what he wanted to happen. It's the, it's the Sandra thing. Like, it's the Sandra case to be like, yeah. I, I, ma- I managed to... Because, like, did, did anyone even... Has anyone even voted for Jesse yet? Uh, I don't think so. Like, he's managed to keep the vote off of him pretty masterfully. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd be curious to look that up. I think, because I know Gabler hasn't had any votes against him yet, right? If he has, it's been like a spare vote or two. It hasn't been like it's him or someone else. I guess we could look this up, huh? Survivor 43. Survivor 43. Wiki fandom what do you think about the fandom.com website um it could be better but it's i'd I'd rather have it than not have it yeah um okay votes against mariah had five justine had three neca had five okay this is not interesting okay owen has had four votes against him carla has had three votes against her cassidy has had five votes against her Jesse and Grimace have each had zero votes against them. Yep. It's pretty good stuff. Um, had Cody had votes against him before this one? I don't think so. Um, uh, maybe one, because it says here he had five votes against him, and he only got four in this tribal, I think. So, yeah, like, he was, he was playing a little more publicly like jesse was was like the social court which you know not to say that cody wasn't making moves but like jesse was the one that was coordinating most of the strategy for them yeah right um i'm looking for cody's random oh he got a vote in the justine tribal council he neca he and neca each got one vote and then justine got the rest of the votes Okay, so that's great. We uh, love everybody who's on the show. Jesse now has a plan to take out Cody since Jesse has his idol. But wait, there's more. Uh, Cody wants his idol back from Jesse so he can show Carla. I was infuriated because I thought this was going to be a great plan. It's gonna be a you great gotta, move. You gotta hold on to your idol. This is another thing too. Is like I. Oh my god! Right? Like how? I, but this is the thing. Like he, he fully one hundred percent trusted Jesse, and you know what? I don't really blame him for it because they were rock solid. Yeah, solid as a rock, like the song. Uh, you know what's not solid, Thomas? Living creatures in a segment we like to call. Wildlife shots. So we got a crab, we got a spider, and we got some footage of your son, Roland the Bat, in flight. Do you want to tell us about your son, Roland the Bat? Keep rolling, 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 rolling. (laughs) That's great. So at Tribal Council, uh, you have a real shot at winning, but your body gave up is something Jeff says to Carla. Do you think that was foreshadowing? Uh, in some ways, yes. Uh, Carla talks about... Oh, how, how, what do you think this is foreshadowing? Because I have a theory. 
that she's gonna uh, get medically evacuated next episode. Ooh, um, I I did I did have that thought too. Um, but I was thinking she would be uh, in fire making at four, uh. and she wouldn't be able to, you know, uh, use her hands uh, well to to make the fire, and then Jesse makes his fire and gets Carla out. You know, the two big names in the vinyls. One of them takes the other out. I don't know. This is my theory. Um, I have not seen spoilers, but I am number one in the Survivor fantasy game. So I might win a couple hundred dollars. How exciting is that? to you. Thank you. Um, Carl talks about how bad her body is feeling. Cody calls losing by seconds a real bummer. We can all agree with that. Everybody was really close in this one. And by everybody, I mean like three people. Yeah. I really liked Cody just being like, I don't really know. It's not really a better way to say that. Like, I just, it was just a bummer. We don't need to beat beat around the bush. It's just sucked. Uh, Jesse announces that Carla and Cody are playing their idols. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Noelle whispers that no idol will be played. Well, you know, actually, Noelle, you are now kicked off the jury because you can't comment on the game. Yeah, come on. Supposed to stay quiet. Jesse talks about respecting the social contract of the game. This is another way of saying trust is currency. I'm hearing that a lot, that trust is currency. (laughs) Trust is the new fire tokens. Jeff asks everybody how confident they are. Carla and Gabler say they're confident. Owen is hoping to implement the Sandra strategy of anyone but me. See, I feel like this is why Owen has a chance. Like, Owen's played a pretty solid game, too. Yes, he has. And if he can convince the jury of that... Like, he, he's always down and out, right, it seems. But, boy, if he kicks that football, you know, like the Charlie he's, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> he's, um, I think he's, like, a very good uh, manipulator when he wants to be. It's a good I, thing to be on Survivor. I remember in his preseason press, he was saying he wanted to be, like, this generation's Malcolm. Uh, he, he said he was very inspired by Malcolm, which makes sense because Malcolm was great. Uh, I feel like a combination of Sandra and Malcolm is a really good combo of players to be. Yeah, that's that's a strong, like, those are two very strong play styles and together also yeah. works quite well. What was Yeah, what was Malcolm's biggest issue? Oh, he couldn't get to the end. What was Sandra's biggest issue? Oh, she wasn't great at challenges. What if I was both? <laughs> Good at challenges and good at getting to the end. Uh, So Owen, I think, has a real shot at winning. Cody, on the other hand, says he has a 9.5 on the confidence scale. I was not happy about this. I was really, really... Pretty high there, bud. This is... uh, It was like fucking Joe Pesci walking in, thinking he's going to get made in Goodfellas. I was like, I come on, man. Like, don't say that. Speaking of Joe Pesci, um, I saw a tweet this week called, or it said, um, Joe Pesci was playing the cop at the beginning of Home Alone, and then also uh, the one of the, the one of the burglars, one of the wet bandits. Yeah, and I said, oh, it makes you think. It you certainly know? does. Oh, who's gonna know where everybody is at, uh, during the holidays? Who's not gonna be home? Oh, probably the cops, right? Who's going to have access to their homes? Oh, probably the cops, right? Makes you think um, Home Alone is woke. APAC, uh, all uh, Pesci's are, or I guess it would be APAB. APAB. All Pesci's are bastards. All Pesci's are bandits. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, Carla plays her uh, idol after Jesse plays his idol on Owen. This was... Buddy, you talk about a slow bird on Survivor. This was a good one. 
Cody getting more and more nervous as this was happening. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, man. Jesse played that perfectly. He got Carla's idol out. He got Cody's idol out. No one knows about Janine's idol that he still has. And so he's guaranteed Vital Four. Unless something ridiculous happens. Oh, what if somebody came in? You can't rule out something ridiculous happening at this point, though. Yeah. They do love to do ridiculous shit. Ridiculousness on MTV. Do, do we know that the idol is still good for Final Five? Final Five is the last time you can play an idol. Okay. Yeah. I'm of the belief that Final Six should be the final time. You need to survive a tribal without any advantages or idols or anything. Uh, and then it should be Final Tribal Council after that. Get out I of think that would be a good idea also, but they, they don't do that. So We don't need fire making. We can get I'm sick of the making. fire making. I'm sick of the fire making. Fire represents your life. Yeah, so everybody's already got fire. So it's stupid, actually. Maybe that'll convince Jeff. Okay, Thomas, last week you had 31 points. I had 28 points. I don't think you actually said that they voted Cody off, but they did vote Cody off. Oh, uh, yeah. I, Are okay. we going to talk at all about the him coming off? The you know mm. him, the, Yes, the his final words. Yeah. Oh, oh, or or when he was he when he went to give uh when he and Jesse shook hands. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yes, yeah. What what it's did you want to say? It's oh very my emotional. god! I I felt so bad for him because you could tell in the moment he was his his whole re- reaction to that was just like, you don't want to go to the end with me? Like, yeah. I thought that's what we were doing. Like, yeah. it, that's that's what was so hard about this. Like, I thought that Cody had. One of the best plans that I have seen anyone put together in Survivor, and it was rock solid. And the only thing that would make it not work was if Jesse fucking betrayed him. And so, of course, Jesse fucking betrayed him, and I do not like that. Like, I did not like that he did that. I think that it is a very impressive move in the short term, but he just put a huge fucking target on his back. He could afford to, though. He's got that extra idol no one knows about. I assume he's decent at fire. Like I, I don't know that you need to. I don't think you can assume anyone is decent at fire. I think if there's one thing the fire making has taught me, you cannot assume that. Yeah, fair enough. They did have to give two people matches one time, uh, which is very funny. Uh, I looked this up because I wasn't sure what all five were. Oh, are there five or seven stages of grief? Uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Um yeah, I feel like in that five seconds between um, Cody getting up from his seat and him shaking Jesse's hand, we saw all five of those on his pass up across his face. Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty quick. I mean, like he, I think he rallied pretty well. It was nice to see. It was just one of those pe- things getting eliminated where you could tell everybody was like pretty sad about it. Like yeah. he was just like. He got hugs from everybody. Uh, his send off where he says, uh, "What does he say?" He says something in Aloha, right? Yeah, um, I think it was something else in Hawaiian. I, yeah. I, I didn't catch it. Um, but and also, uh, Jesse says, "Like I'll explain later." He's like, yeah. There's nothing to explain. It's like also, it's obvious why you did it. You don't need to explain. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I, I was very happy that he. Um, took him to stride and was understanding. It was the same feeling as the last two travels was like Noel and Sammy was like, you have to at this, like you have to, like, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't at this point as much as it hurts. That's the problem with casting all these fucking nice people on the show. I think that I still, I think I maintain that I think, you know, if if Jesse comes goes to the end and wins, it's a huge move. It's the thing that you can hang your hat on in addition to all of the other stuff that he really had going for him. So I get it. But I just really wanted both of them to be there. And I think yeah. that it would have been a lot better for them to just fight it out, make the cases for themselves, see who wins, because they would take first and second. So it's like... I, I just I, I wish that we had that. I'm a bum that we're not getting it. Well, go back and watch Survivor Ghost Island, Thomas, if that's the story you want. This story yeah, I wanted is about, to, I wanted Dom and Wendell again. You know? Or you can watch um 
Survivor token teens. That's that's a similar story there. We'll we'll get to that one eventually. Um, that's a really good season too. Coach's first season. Did you know that? Ooh. Tyson's first season also. Tyson Apostle. Tyson Apostle from Jesus. Uh, okay, Thomas, I'm going to give you five slots for returnees from this season before we go into the um, predictions for the finale. Who are you picking? Five people to go on second chances. Are Assuming they people that have already been eliminated, or is it just anyone from this season? Anybody from this season to be on Cody, a returnee first season. Pick. Cody, first pick. Me too. Um, Let me bring up the cast really quick just to make sure I'm that i'm not missing anybody cody carla jesse mm, mm, not Dwight. uh geo yes mm. i i okay, just feel okay, like there's so more i to would geo. say we could have seen more from geo i would Ryan. say no yeah. noel I'm, I'm taking out geo and putting in noel okay so i would say cody jesse Carla, mm-hmm. um, James, of and uh, who probably be between Noel and Owen, but I'd probably say Owen. Hmm. I'm happy with any of those. Um, it's tough though because there are like you could do another five people that you want right. to see back on this. Exactly. Um, that final slot was really hard to pick. It's like oh, there's so many people. Um, okay, so did you, oh, I, the last thing I wanted to say about that final tribal, I watched this episode twice, which I know you love to do every once in a while. Um, that, the, the moment Jesse stood up and he and Cody had their stare down to the moment they shook hands was maybe half a second. But in the moment, watching it live, it felt like six years. <laughs> it really did. It was so tense for a minute there. It was like a like a car crash where everything just slowed down. Um, God, it was so good. I was just again great season. They're they're doing such a good job with with the build, and it just feels like Jesse's season. You know, it just feels. Oh, like it his- certainly does. And I, I but not, maybe they're trying to trick you. Maybe the edit's trying to trick you. I don't. I don't want to be tricked. <laughs> I want. Just, they like to do that. I'm just saying. I want to see Jesse win. <laughs> I also would like to see him win, but I, you know, and I think he's got a great shot at it. But there's a chance he won't. Jesse's win is coming Wednesday. It's all I need. And I, I wish that this was Jesse's it. game. Uh, so last Why can't week... I find a player like that? <laughs> last week you had 31 points. I had 28 points. Uh, you, of course, picked James at the merge. Did not make it to the merge. He made it to the jury, which is nice. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, I got Carla. Oh, she made it to the finale, so I got a point for that. Um, you said Jesse would run reward, did not happen. I said Goobles would win reward, did not happen. Uh, reward was ribs. No, it was not. Was it chili? It was not. Uh, I said Owen. You said Owen would win immunity. I said Cody. Neither of those happened. Uh, you said Cassidy would vote it out. I said Gabler. Neither of those happened. No chilies yet, no Applebee's. So let's hope they get some product placement in this finale. Yeah, not enough product placement. It would be really funny if we picked the product placement and they were just like, we're not doing that anymore. Right. Why do you you have to do this to us? Okay, so, Thomas, first up, what will there be on a reward for the finale? There's probably one to three reward challenges. I'm going to say that they're going to get to take a shower in one of these rewards. Very smart answer. I'm going to say they will win an advantage in the game. That makes Uh, sense. Who will win this reward? Or a reward? It's so hard in the finale. It's like we can't pick multiple people because there's only so many people to pick from. No, I'm going to say Owen. That's Good. Um, I'll say... 
Cassidy. Who will win one of the final immunity challenges in the finale? I'm going to say Gabler. I'm going to say Jesse. You know, a lot of people on the internet made a big deal of Jeff Probst saying Jesse has never won. He hasn't. So, maybe the finale is his time. Uh, that would is, seal it for him. If he wins an immunity challenge, it's over. That would really, it's its really all he needs. Um, okay, so who's taking fifth place? I am going to say that Cassidy takes fifth place. I'm going to say Cassidy takes fifth place. Who will take fourth place? Uh, Carla will take fourth place. I will say, just for sake of uh, competition, Owen. Who will take third place? Owen will take third place. Grimace, the monster from your mouth, will take third place. Okay. Who will take second place? Uh, Gabe, Mike Gabler Gabler will take second place. I will say Carla, good boy, Godoy will take second place. And but da, 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 who is king of Survivor 43? It's Jesse. I think Jesse. I think yeah. Jesse is. I don't think there is any, and I could be wrong on this one. I think there is almost no chance that Jesse and Carla are in the same tribal council together. I don't think they're going to let that happen. It, ha, it, they're just the two biggest players in the season. That's why they can't. That's why they can't be there. That's why he got Cody out. You think he's going to let her go with him? You think she's going to let him go with her? No. Okay, so if Jesse wins Final Four, he's going to take... It'll have to be because somebody wins a challenge. Like, that's the only way it's going to happen. I'm trying to think who Jesse would take. Jesse, you're probably right. Jesse probably will take Owen, but... You know, I want to see um, a shakeup in the points. So that's why I'm not going with it. Um, I feel like this season has been all about parallelism, right? With the three tribes. When there were 18 people, it was six people per tribe. When there were 12 people, it was four people and so on and so forth. So I'm thinking the final three will again be one Baca, one Coco, one Fessy. That would be kind of fun. And, oh, Thomas, you know why Jesse needs to win? Why does he need to win? Because he represents the Vessi or Fessy tribe. He and represents the Jesse Vessi Fessy tribe. The Jesse Fessy Fessy tribe. Uh, so that would be a great representative for this season. Man, it's a I'm... win for Fessy. I think we can all get behind that. <laughs> oh, Thomas, I can't wait to tell you about Fessy this episode. Um, so that's what's happening next week. Um, and then Christmas after that. But before we get into the finale of Survivor, Thomas, I have to ask you, did you watch the challenge Ride or Dies last night? Nope, I didn't. Uh, this, uh, is of course a season, excuse me, a segment called the challenge junk, where we talk about the TJ Lavin show, the challenge. Uh, Mariah told a sad fessel, you're going to lose a million times, but you're going to win a hundred more. Are you inspired by that? Yes, it's very inspirational. Fessel and Mariah won a mini final, and then the challenge host himself, TJ, separates all the pairs, and Fessel and Mariah are now team captains, picking Two new teams. They're just they're wow. sp they're splitting them up. Uh, if you want to learn who's on every team, you can go to thechallenge.com slash MTV slash Reddit. I don't know. Um, so pretty good stuff uh, to decide who would pick first. TJ Lavin said, "I'll flip a coin. Heads is for Mariah and." Uh, and then he flipped it over on the other side. It was a 50, you know, like a 50 cent piece for whatever country they're in. Uh, and he said, and the 50 will be for Fessy because F. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, TJ. Makes perfect sense to me. A hundred percent. This was a great episode for the music, though, because this is a segment called Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. We had Fall Out Boy's Dance Dance. Remember that song? Dance Dance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Classic. I will, I will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. What, any thoughts? Uh, good, good stuff. How about The Righteous Ones by The Orwells? I have no opinion about that. How about Stone Temple's Pilots? Big Bang, baby. This motherfucker said Stone's Temple's Pilots. Stone's Temple's Pilots, Bigs, Bangs, Babies. Uh, there are other songs I would prefer, but fine. Mm, well, this is the one the challenge chose. Uh, this is from their third album, Tiny Music Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop. I should have asked yeah. you if you remembered that title, because that's... I a, do remember that title. Uh, that has... Uh, if you remember it. Uh, Tiny Music uh, from the... Was it Vatican Cafeteria? Or no. Foolish. And any, Tiny anyway, Music. That, Ampers, no, Thomas. Tiny Music. Ellipses. Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop. Say it back. Yeah. Tiny Music, colon, Songs from no. the Vatican Gift Shop. Tiny music. Or sorry, tiny music. Colon songs from the from the Vatican gift shop. You're doing this just to anger me. It's tiny music. <laughs> ellipses songs from the Vatican gift shop. Tiny music. Ellipses songs from the Vatican gift shop. <laughs> Directed by Banksy. That, that album has uh, "Tripping on a Hole in a Paper Heart," which was on the game Guitar Hero Two. Uh, it also had this song, which is called Big Bang, Baby. It was released March 23, 1996. How old would you have been? March 23, 1996. Uh, Jake, I would have been five years old. And even to... then, I think I would have preferred that they pick Trippin' on a Hole in a Paper Heart. It's a good song. Are you sure? March 23, 1996? Yeah. I would have been five. What year? What month were you born? Oh, shit, I would have been four. Mm. Yeah. It's funny, because I would have been actually five years and three days old. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting you say that. Uh, Speaking of babies, Big Bang Baby reached number one on the mainstream rock chart, of course. Uh, In his memoir, Scott Whelan said, we wanted to make a statement. We wanted to deconstruct, go low-tech get to the dark heart of the matter. I was happy to write Bowie-esque stream of consciousness lyrics that didn't need to make sense. Example, Big Bang Baby. Um, The video I watched, uh, it was inspired by early MTV videos, uh, and it was quite bad. I, 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 <laughs> it's not a good video? I, it, it was like, oh, they're in a white room, and uh, there's like nothing... Uh, it's like very, you know, uh, unimp- unin- unimposing, I don't know, uh, very simple set, you know, like old school MTV videos. Uh, it was so boring though. So poorly done. I didn't get through the whole thing last week. Great. I was last week was so much fun. I watched four extra videos just for fun. This one, I couldn't even get through the three minute video. Uh, however, someone named The Human Scorch on YouTube disagrees and said, sell your soul, sign an autograph. That's a line from the song. An amazingly subtle message about the fame and the satirical aspects of it. Scott was a brilliant mind, R.I.P. What do you have to say about that? Uh, it's sad that he died. Yes. Indeed. Um... Okay, this is one uh, segment called Probes Pros, and it's everybody's favorite segment. segment Probes Pros time, everybody. Everybody loves the Mad Libs that Thomas found on the internet. Thomas, Gather around for Mad Libs. Um, This does not look like my handwriting, so I don't think I did this. Um, So we're going to do something new with Probes Pros since whoever owned this Mad Libs before us wrote in. I didn't realize this was used. I thought this was a new copy. (laughs) No, I believe this is news. This is news. This is a new segment called The News. Uh, More is still going on and Mad Libs still need to be completed. Thomas, can I get a number? 
23. Oh, the number 23 with Jim Carrey. Can I get a verb? Um, fall. Mm, season we are in. And an adverb. Um, Ending in L-Y? Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tiredly. Tiredly, because you were asleep when I called you this morning. Uh, I tiredly <laughs> called you back after I uh, set an alarm, woke up to it, and went, I'll just lay back down for a second. And 100%. Woke up to my phone ringing. I set two alarms, because, uh, you know, I like to wake up twice. Um, but I didn't need either of them because the cat decided to wake me up with her screams for food. Oh, that sounds like Francis. That's Francis. Fra- Fra- where was Francis when I needed her? Right. Hey, you want her? Uh, that's funny. Take my cat, please. Uh, plural noun, please. Uh, cars. Mmm. I love that answer. A verb. Uh, drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, an adjective. Cool. Yeah, nice. Another adjective. Uncool. I, that is honestly what I was thinking, too. Very good. A noun? Um, beach. And a verb ending in I-N-G. Sprinting. And the uh, next one is plural noun. Mm. Boats. Okay, very good. And the last one is going to be an adjective. Nice. I love it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to go through what was already written in this Mad Lib. See if it's funnier than what we come up with. What you come up with. You know, you're the one coming up with these hilarious bits. These hilarious numbers like 23 and cool. Okay, so whoever wrote in this book before us, for Outwit, Outplay, Outlast, wrote, Would you live on a deserted island with 72 complete strangers for 40 days? I didn't think so. What if you had to climb your own food? fight happily to stay alive and constantly run the risk of your new eyes turning on you. Holy shit. No, again, right? Now, what if the prize for being the sole survivor on the island was $1 million? I bet that you... I bet that caught your interest. That's what the contestants on Survivor are there for. They are braving the elements and learning to bungee jump nature, all for a hazel cash prize. Uh, All the players are tough and hairy, eager to win, but only one goes home with the backpack. Uh, And how do you win it? Working hard and swinging well are two important mentors to have. Oh, this was Island of the Islands. On the show, only the strong survive. So that one sucked. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Let's hear what ours sounds like. Okay, you want to hear our fucking twisted Mad Libs over here? They yeah, should... this one, yeah, we do things a little differently around here. This is like a twisted lib, we should call it. Twisted libs, what is this, a TikTok? Yeah, what are we talking about? The, the Senate? Who? <laughs> uh, talk about the Kristen Cinema talking about a twisted lib. Thomas, would you live on a deserted island with 23 complete strangers for 40 days? Oh, I actually need a number. Oh, uh, 40. Okay. I didn't think so. What if you had to fall your own food? What does that mean? Fight tired. <laughs> you have to fall your own food. It's like you, you have to make a coconut fall out of a tree. That's how you fall your own food. Sure. Uh, fight tiredly to stay alive. That honestly fits. And constantly run the risk of your new cars turning on you. Cars forward, no. the cars are turning on you. No again, right? No, what if I told you 
the prize for being the sole survivor on the island was $40 million. Actually, that's a lot. It's a lot of money. Let, let me retake that one. I'm going to make this funnier. Constantly running the risk of your new cars turning on you? No again, right? Now, what if I told you the prize for being the sole survivor was $40? Whoa, $40? That seems pretty, that's a lot of money. I'll do anything for $40. I bet you caught the interest. Uh, That's what the contestants on Survivor are there for. They are braving the elements and learning to drive nature. Holy shit. (laughs) With those new cars. Hopefully they don't turn on you, though. All for a cool cash prize. Nice, Thomas. Very well done. That worked out pretty well. (laughs) All the players are tough and uncool and eager to win. Again, accurate. Fucking Adam (laughs) Klein over here. Love you, Adam, of course. Congrats on winning. Nothing but respect for Adam Klein. But only one goes home with the beach. Again? Good answer. I'm the king of the beach. Only one takes the beach. And how do you win it? Working hard and sprinting well are two important boats to have. <laughs> these are my boats. Working hard and sprinting well. These these boats would never betray me like my cards. We have um, in our home a couple coffee mugs. One says, working hard, uh, and it's in like a teal color. And the other it says, hardly working, and it's in like a yellow or maybe vice versa. Uh, but I want to get two more that <laughs> say, working hard and sprinting well. Sprinting well. <laughs> I think I drank that? out of the hardly working mug, which I was very pleased with. Yeah. Because that's what oh, I would pick. When you get the the hardly working mug and it's like a Saturday afternoon, oh, so, there's nothing nicer. Mm, Maron. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, you, you open that one up and you're like, mm, you're telling me. Sip, sip, sip. I also have a shirt that says taking it easy. And I love to wear that shirt on a Saturday. You're damn right. Sipping out of the hardly working mug. Good stuff. Um, On this show, only the nice survive. The new era of survivor. So that was weirdly accurate, Thomas. You, you hit every nail on the head, with that one. Yeah. I, I'm just telling the truth. That's what I do with these bad lives. Sir Truther over here. That's right. That's me. Uh, Thomas, what is your Twitter? You can follow me at TomNotTom. Uh, you can follow the show uh, on Survivor at DYWSLN. Uh, we're also on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast uh, and a few shows on Patreon. I don't think we talked about any Patreon shows this week, did we, Thomas? Um, no, I don't think that we did. You want to give a shout out to one? Got to give a shout out to Did You Sleep Last Night? Because I was sleeping uh, right up until the time I was supposed to be recording this. So, Yeah, good stuff. Uh, That's a good show. We want to thank the fans or listeners, as Thomas likes to call them. Thank you, listeners. Um, You can review us on... Apple Podcasts or leave a five-star review on Spotify. Five stars on either one, honestly. Uh, Thomas, do you want to give people the boilerplate review? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. Uh, Spotify is corrupt, but if I could leave a review there, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Good stuff. Um I was going I remembered what I wanted to ask you before we started recording. Um, I definitely should have before we started recording. But did you want to say anything about Squid Dad? I was actually going to say something about okay. Squid Dad uh, towards the end here. Uh, so uh, a uh, Twitter friend of mine uh, named uh, Christian uh, passed away after uh, having sort of a, a long-standing battle with cancer. Uh, he was a fan of Survivor. Um, he was a super good dude. He's one of the funniest people on Twitter. There's been a huge outpouring of support for him. So uh, I just want to say R.I.P. Squid Dad. Um, yeah. I, I feel very privileged to have known him for uh, as long as I did in the way that I did. You know, even just little. It's weird being friends with someone like solely over Twitter because it's real and it isn't. But uh, I think he touched a lot of people that way. Yeah. And uh, 
I think that that has been demonstrated by the reaction to him passing. So, uh, R.I.P. Christian, uh, you know, uh, you gave us a lot. Yeah, he was he was a great dude. Um, I was very happy to uh, be mutuals with him. Um, I was very, it was very sad because it was like one of those things. Like we all knew it was coming, um, but it still it still hit really hard. Um, yeah. I was, <laughs> I wanted to tweet, but I, I, uh, decided against it cause it felt like in bad taste, but I wanted to say it was like, everybody was like retweeting or like, you know, uh, reposting his, his, uh, some of his best tweets, uh, over the past few days. And it was just been so fun to like, see all those again. Um, I wanted to say like Twitter funerals hit different. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was like maybe, maybe not no, right now. Let's, yeah, let's maybe not do that. He was so goddamn funny. Like he yeah, really was. Like there's oh stuff I hadn't seen before coming up that was super funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So R.I.P. Squid Dad, great dude. Um, uh, yeah. So um, sorry to end things on a bit of a downer, but that sucked this week and it seemed like appropriate to say something. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you. I was going to say it, I think, when I said deuces, so I yeah. appreciate you um, prompting that. Yeah, so until next week, uh going to be a great week. Oh, next couple episodes are going to be in person because I'm going up to GR for a little holiday called Christmas. And then I'm also doing like some family stuff for, I think it's for Christmas. I don't know, I haven't yeah, talked that's... to them about what we were watching. I know you, they managed to rope you into doing the family stuff for Christmas, but we know what Christmas is all about. I was like, I'm coming up for Christmas this year. Uh, do you want to get together? And they said, what is that? I said, don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, next week we're doing the finale. Week after that, we're doing Christmas. I think we're doing the Marine 5. We're doing the Marine series in reverse chronological order now uh, because we're twisted like that. Um and I, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, oh, and then the week after that, we're starting um, series for season. Exile Island, Panama, Panama. Nice. Um, I'm very excited for that one solely because of the intro music. Obviously, uh, I have been ever since we talked about doing this season i've been um singing to francis our loving cat franimal franimal well until next week have a great summer Deuces. I believe, Thomas, I just got my shirt from Double Threat. Oh, nice. This is very exciting. Christmas come early. For me. Had to, you have to sign for a t-shirt that effed up. I, that's why I thought she came in here, because this is the most impossible rag to open. That's because they know, like, it's the shirt's too crazy. Yeah. Not for babies. <laughs> it's so good. Remind Maybe. me which one you got. The one that says Cannibal. Yeah, the Cannibal. <laughs> the shirt I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not as amused as we are. <laughs>
trying to think of. Well, I found the Grinch versus Santa Claus in WWE 2K20. <laughs> oh, wait. The second video. Santa Claus versus the Grinch in WWE 2K17. Oh, it's the same network. Yep, but on YouTube. Uh, Krampus versus the Grinch in WWE 2K18. Santa Claus versus the Grinch versus Krampus in WWE 2K19. Wow, there's a lot of a lot of fucking options. Yeah, that's too many to oh. choose from. Oh my god. WWE 2K17. Santa versus the Grinch. Parentheses. He stole my elf. Oh no. This this one's personal. Smarten up, probes.